You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Good morning. Welcome back into the show. Tom and Ricky, we are your hosts. And it's Friday. You know what that means. We've got Donnie in the house. Donnie, good morning. How you doing? I'm me on again this week. Uh, coming off a, a good week 13. Let's try to repeat. It was a good uh, week 13 indeed. Got a couple of plays for today, as I understand, and we always, of course, have Ricky here. So, Ricky, good morning. Happy Friday, boys. Happy Friday. And uh, Ricky's got a, a play or two, as I understand it as well. I have one single play for the NFL this week. One play. That's all I have. And I can't even believe I'm doing that, but one play is what I got. Um, moving on to the NFL, we'll start with Ricky. Ricky, give me your first play. What do you got? What do you like? Talk to me. So my first play actually went underway uh, yesterday, Tom, with the teaser. Ugly, ugly cover with the the Steelers side of that teaser. They're getting blown out the whole game, but they end up backdooring it. So I'm looking good on that leg. Um. But the first the, official just play. Just the luckiest thing I've ever seen. Down, getting destroyed, had no chance, no business being in that game whatsoever. The thing about luck, though, Tom, is I've been hit with so much bad luck. Good, like it's. I've been hit with it so many ways that at this point, I don't care how I got it. All I care about is when I wake up, it's got the green check or it's got the red X. <laughs> I don't care how we got there. That's we got the, the check. That's the truth. <laughs> You know, like, but it is ugly. No, I'll give you that. It was definitely not uh, not on the right side there. But first first play, Tom and Donnie here. I'm going with the Giants, plus 10. And a little bit of an ugly play considering, you know, the, the New York Giants aren't very good here. But it, for me, it comes down to one simple thing. This Chargers team cannot stop the run. They're second to last in the league. Only the Houston Texans are worse. I really believe this is a game where it feels like I've been saying this a lot this season, but I think Saquon Barkley is going to roll. I'm going over in all his props to anything you can find. Uh, Chargers also dealing with the COVID outbreak, guys. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, both uh, uncertain for the game. So I'm feeling good about getting this many points here. 
uh, the Chargers are also two and five as a favorite this season. Terrible spot to back them. So uh, that's play number one. Oh, Ricky, I'm not sure about that because I think the Giants are are really bad. And I do think the Chargers are going to start to pick up some momentum here uh, as they reach the end of their season. Now, they gave up 90 yards on the ground last week to uh, to the, the Bengals. Pause there, Sec Tom, because this is the biggest, mm-hmm. like, you got to dig into yards. this a little. They didn't stop Joe Mixon at all, the Chargers. They were down 24 nothing, and they didn't run mm-hmm. the ball anymore. When the game got close, Joe Mixon fumbled the ball away, but they could not stop him. I'm telling you, anyone who's bet on the Chargers, Donnie, I know you've been on them a couple times with me when, when we've been on the wrong side, but watching that defense try and stop the run when you have a, you know, if you bet on them and you need it, it is maddening. They can't stop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like they ranked 29th in the league for get rushing yards given up. Uh, but the Giants ranked 27th in rushing yards, period, for their offense. 87 a game. That's good for 27th. 130 yards given up on the ground every week by the Chargers. Good for 29th. So battle of uh, battle of the bottom here. Yeah, you got to remember Saquon's been out most of the year. It, it to me, it's a game like if it's a Saquon Barkley game for me. It's a matter of if against that run defense, if he cannot, if they, if the Giants as a team cannot establish the run and get him going in this game, then it's time to maybe like think about moving Saquon Barkley in the off season because it's clearly just not working. Like this is a spot where they need to be able to have success on the so- ground. But why are you assuming Barkley's playing? Isn't he like questionable to play? No, he didn't. Pretty... He didn't have any setbacks. Like, uh, like Donnie said in the past, there's no probable anymore, Tom. So, mm-hmm. anybody who's like being limited reps or anything at practice is going to have that tag throughout the week. But there's, I just there's saw, no reason. Yeah, I just saw play. an injury thing on uh, ESPN yesterday that said he had. What did, what did it say? Heavy tape. <laughs> heavy tape and stuff, whatever around his ankle and that he like wasn't practicing at all. I mean, put it this way in an absolute worst case scenario. And and I would really like, I'd bet money that Saquon's going to be out there, but in a worst case scenario, Booker's really good. His backup, they, they should be able to, it doesn't really matter who's running through the holes. It's a matter of the holes better be there against the chargers or like, I don't know what you do. This is this is a team everybody's been able to run against. And when you run the ball efficiently, Tom, you control the clock, you keep the game close. It just it plays well to getting a lot of points. So that's the premise behind it all. All right. I like it. I like it. Uh funny enough, the Chargers actually have one of the best top three pass defense in all of football, which you wouldn't necessarily expect given that the rushing defense is so bad. Those two things usually go hand-in-hand a bit. 
you usually don't see yourself at the top of passing yards and the worst in the league in rushing, but there it is. I thought that was uh, interesting. Mm. So Giants plus 10 is the first play. Donnie, we'll flip over to you. Give me your first play. I know you've got maybe one, maybe two plays. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, not giving out six, seven plays. Believe me. So give me the first one you got. Uh, my first play comes from the NFC East showdown. Uh, Cowboys at Washington. Uh, Cowboys have been very good against the spread all season long. Uh, and although it's a small sample size, they're also 2-0 and against the spread inside the NFC East. Um, what isn't a small sample size, however, is, is Dak's dominance uh, against the spread in his career in the NFC East, uh, sitting at 19-8, and I believe. Uh, this team's starting to get healthier, and I just expect them to cruise in this one. Yes, Washington's on this four-game winning streak, and while it is impressive, it, you, when you dive in, it's not that impressive. Um, obviously, they beat Tampa a couple weeks ago, but that was kind of a kind of a fluke game. Uh, and the other wins come against teams like Seattle, and and the list goes on and on of, of, of their other three wins that really aren't that impressive when you dive in. Uh, so, like I said, with the Cowboys getting healthier, I'll lay the four here on. Uh, getting the four on MGM and for, for one unit. This was a play I actually liked uh, as I was looking at this. This was the second closest play I was to making a play um, was on Dallas. I think Washington, they're frauds, man. They're fraudulent. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say no willing to go that far. They're just, they're just limited in some areas that, that Dallas should be able to expose. Um, it's, we're just waiting for this this Dallas offense to start to look like what they did earlier in the year. Um, and from all the reports I've seen, Zeke starting to get healthier, which should mm-hmm. should be a big boost for them and kind of give Dak a, something to rely on. I mean, you look up and down what Washington has done this season, and you can't help but not be impressed. Like, this defense that everybody was talking about has not really done that well. They haven't been very good. And on They've the flip side, games. What's that? They've been winning games, Tom. They they won their last four, covered their last four. The defense has held the opponents under twenty points in all of them. I mean, Carolina scored twenty one actually, but the last five games, the only team that has scored over twenty points was Carolina at twenty one. You also um, got to look. I mean, the the win against Tampa Bay is impressive, but nothing else, Carolina, Seattle, and the Raiders really don't scream impressive to me. Yeah, I agree. They're, they're not. Those are three teams trending down. Not that I'm expecting them to be going toe-to-toe with Green Bay, Kansas City, down the, you know, down the list we go, but... I just I don't know about him. I don't know about him. I think it's a great spot to buy the the Cowboys. Yeah. And what was the number like you got, pick. Donnie? Three and a half or four? Four at MGM. Four. That is the best number I see right now. I see some four and a halves popping up. Once you get to that four range, the numbers don't. It doesn't matter what number you get as much. Like 
between four and five and a half. It's kind of like this dead zone. I don't want to say it doesn't matter, but it's it's a weird territory for the spread. Um, Ricky, do you have another play? So I have two other games that I'm actually going to wait till closer to Sunday to bet Tom. One of them I'd really like to get uh, Donnie's thoughts on while we have him in here, and that's the the Bengals game. The Bengals 49ers. I've got a pretty strong lean on the Bengals plus one and a half here. The main reason I like the Bengals is because they have a really good run defense quietly. A lot of people don't realize that, but they're top five in the league against the run. What we've kind of seen with this 49ers team is if they run, if they can run on you, you're in for a long day. If you can stop the run, Jimmy Garoppolo is kind of like a Matt Ryan where he's like a little bit of a sitting duck. He's turning the ball over a lot. You know, he's he's not a guy I really trust if the run game isn't going. So I'm just curious, Donnie, if you have a, a lean either which way in, in this one. I think you're on mute. Did we lose you, uh, Donnie? Yeah, if I'm correct, uh, San Fran, that line opened that San Fran was getting points, correct? Yeah, so this line opened. Let me double check for you real Plus quick. Plus one is what I'm saying. Three and a half. Oh, my oh, you're gosh. You're three and a half. Niners laying three and a half at the opener. No. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to look into that further. Sometimes the opening line's hard to find because some of the places post an opening line of like the look ahead, and some of them play, you know, post the line on like Monday morning. What's the line? So it's kind of hard. I'm guessing, to... I'm guessing that three and a half was the look ahead. So two different resources that I'm looking at both are showing three and a half as the opener, but. I never saw it available. I, I caught this thing. Cincinnati plus two was the best number I've seen. Um, but yeah, Donnie, like regardless of spread, do you, uh, if this was a pick em. I think I'd be on San Francisco just from the standpoint of, of the, the public perception mm-hmm. almost in the, uh, the betting side of it. Uh, San Francisco lost to Seattle last week and Yes, they lost, but if you watch that game, it was a very weird game. Uh, 70-yard punt return or 70-yard fake punt for Seattle. Like San Francisco dominated the game for from pretty much wire to wire and just didn't come out on top. Um, and Cincinnati, on the other hand, got got steamrolled, came back late against the against LA. But I don't know, Ricky. <clears throat> it seems to me I I would be on. San Francisco side, and to be honest, this was one of the plays I was eyeing, but but now with this this spread moving to, I guess you can get minus one in some books, but if this starts to flip back, uh, if I can get plus money with San Francisco, I'll definitely be taking that. Hmm. Yeah, this screams I want nothing to do with this one. Nothing to do with it. I've got this, like, for some, even last week, I was so afraid to bet against Joe Burrow when I was on the Chargers. I love the Chargers, but I, something about Joe Burrow, I just have this uh, this little fear of like, 
he's going to get it done. And I don't know why. I think it's that itch that's going right now. Just saying back him. He'll, he'll, he'll get it done in a big. Oh, well, actually, this is a huge game for both teams. Six and six, seven and five. I, I believe the Bengals are getting some of their offensive linemen back, too, if I'm correct, that they missed last week. So that's something to note. Yeah, they should be pretty much fully loaded. Joe Burrow does have the dislocated pinky or whatever. I don't know how much that will impact the game. It probably will a little bit, truthfully. But 49ers are, are not very good against the, the pass. So um, if there's one part of that defense that Joe Burrow would be able to take advantage of, it would be the secondary. And I suppose that the status of Debo, Samuel, is pretty important to what happens here. Yeah, for sure. He might play. I thought he was out. It looks like there's a chance he maybe plays, depending how today goes, how practice goes. Um, I think it's not out of the question, is from what I can gather. But he's really the ticket. I mean, he's one of those guys. He's like Cordero Patterson this year. Where just changing the team, changing the offense. That's alone. a great comparison, Tom. He, he's like a, a whole, he's his own tool, you know? He's a very unique player. And he's one of those guys that I, like, right now, and we talked about this before, but the two players that I think are worth the most points to the point spread, by far, outside of the quarterbacks, of course, but by far the most two important is Cordero Patterson and Debo Samuel, they make the biggest impact on how the team does and the point spread, I believe, in the league right now. Cordero Patterson is their only chance at doing anything on offense for the Falcons. Debo Samuel, same kind of story. Yeah, I can't, can't disagree with you there. They're important guys. Anyway, uh, as I as I get uh, you know off the rails here, what's the play? <laughs> what's the line you got? Are you or you're just looking at this? So you have no official play for this. You have not made a bet yet. Nah, but I'm gonna be on the Bengals. I'm telling you guys right now. I'm just trying to see really where like it's at one and a half uh, right now, which is like I, I don't see much value. I want to see if it goes one way or the other. I'll, I'll be on the Bengals though. I wouldn't for at wait least too a half long. Unit. As soon as, uh, yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Interesting to wait. Just considering how much it's moved down already, you could get them, you know, at plus money to win the game at this point. But am I getting the worst number of it at this point, Tom, is what I'm thinking. Like, it's come, it's come down to now plus one. Let me see where it's. I yeah, see a plus, a plus one, one at MGM. I see plus two at DraftKings. But again, these numbers in here, one, two, one and a half, they're not really all that important. They're not necessarily nah, important. Nah, this is numbers. a pick em in my mind, yeah. Like, I'm going to wait, though, because, you know, I really do see value in waiting, Tom. I know, you know, that's a debate that could go on for hours, but I'm going to wait. I also have a strong lean on the Panthers, minus two and a half, which, again, I'm going to wait because there's been a really weird reverse line movement. Uh, the, the money's coming in on Carolina. Lines come down a point. 
toward Atlanta. So I'm not going to fall into that trap quite yet. What's trying the to see opening if it evens you saw out. here? Hmm? What's the opening number that you saw here? The opening number in this game is... Like I'm seeing, I'm seeing one and a half. As See, I'm seeing, I'm seeing it opened at three and a half, mm-hmm. but these are all over the place. These openers. Yeah, it's at two again, and a half hard now. To tell. Yeah, two and a half. It looks like it's juiced up towards Carolina, suggesting it's not far away from going to three. And you would be on Carolina in this? I would be on the moment one of these flickers to a three, my bet's going in. Uh, I just think it's weird that it hasn't gotten there yet, considering there's a decent amount of public money behind Carolina here. So it, just you know, a little bit of a red flag, but I do love Carolina in this spot. Um, I have a quick fantasy question for Donnie, if it's okay. Tom, can mm-hmm. I ask him one quick question regarding this game? Oh, yeah. Donnie, in a in a game, a must-win game against Big John uh, to get in the playoffs, I got Cam Newton and Joe Burrow. What are, you, what are your thoughts? I mean, I feel like you got to stick with, with what got you there, and Cam Newton is certainly not that guy. Uh, Jalen Hurts got me there is the thing, and he's on a bye. Okay. I just feel like Joe Burrow is a safer play. Um Cam Newton might have that that opportunity, that chance to to potentially have a big week, uh, given the matchup and the things he can do on the ground with his legs. But like you said, San Francisco doesn't have a great great pass defense, and and Joe Burrow should be able to exploit that. I would just monitor that uh, that pinky injury. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I have this fear of like the second quarter coming around in Carolina and Cam Newton's like not in the game or some bullshit. I can just feel it. So um, I'm leaning that way too. And I've got, uh, I've got one play for Sunday. One play is all I got. And the only play I'm taking is the Raiders plus 10 and a half against the Chiefs. I cannot believe this line is 10.5. I really can't. Yes, Kansas City's been good. Three-game win streak, three covers, blah, blah, blah. We're back to seeing the point spreads that we're used to. We saw a couple low ones, 2.5 against uh, Dallas and the Raiders again uh, a few weeks ago. But I really think the Raiders, I mean, they destroyed them in that game. I think they can keep it competitive again this time. I apologize. They got, I'm sorry. Looked at it wrong. They got destroyed. But I think they keep it close. So that game, though, Tom, I don't know if you guys remember. We did a little, we did a show right before that game. And that was a game that I was really, I was adamant that, that spread, it was like two and a half or something. It was criminal. And I even brought to the table that look at the spreads every single time these two have played in the Derek Carr Mahomes era. The spread is always eight to like 12 and a half points. Now here we are after that game, back with double digits where it should be. 
Um, and the Chiefs were on the road. They're at home in this matchup. That that game before Tom was closer than the score makes it seem. Like in, going into the fourth quarter, that was like a one-score game, and then the Chiefs ran away. But I I really like this play. Um, I I agree with you fully here. Curious of Donnie's thoughts. Yeah, you, I mean, you know what I say about about laying double digits in the NFL. Um, there's there's certain spots for it, and I don't think that's one of them. It's a ten and a half mm-hmm. at BetMGM, so that's the place to grab it. If you're listening this morning, ten and a half. Okay, love it. So that's the only uh, play I have there, Donnie. I want to ask how college basketball has been going for you. How has it been? Um, just give us an update. We're we're starting to get rolling. Um, I mean, I said it. I've said it every Friday. I've came on the show. It's it was a slow start, but it. In my opinion, at least, college basketball is so tough to, in the beginning, to kind of feel teams out and and these neutral sites, a lot of traveling for some of these tournaments early in the season, um, and it's been madness up to what are we a month into the season? It's it's been absolute madness. We saw Purdue go down just last night on a on a buzzer beater at Rutgers. So that was crazy. Yeah. It's, and everyone be, and their mother was on. Season. It Purdue. already has been. I thought a lot of people were on Purdue. I think you were on Purdue too, Donnie, weren't you? I was. I was, and they just they laid a dud. They didn't shoot the ball yep. well, and uh, you can't. That can't happen. Especially Iowa State, number though, one, number one team. Everyone's going to give you their best shot. Yeah, you had a nice hit uh, on the Iowa State money line as a almost a plus two hundred dog. Yeah, that line. They won was... by like twenty. They won by 20. That line was, was criminal. Yeah, that was a good pick there. Uh, Tom, did you have any college hoops yesterday? I did not. I had uh, the Sixers in the NBA. That didn't quite work out. Um, the one thing I want to say about Donnie, though, is that the the bankroll management element of what he's doing on uh, SteadyPicks.com is really is great. What he's doing is just fantastic. Being patient, not chasing anything. He had a tough stretch, tough start to the season, as have I in you know the in the MLB in baseball. We we went through a similar, more extreme, but similar kind of scenario where nothing's working to start the season, and you got to grind back a little bit, and uh, that's what Donnie's done. So just have to recognize that for a moment. Give him a little applause, Tom. He deserves it. Money management. You know, it's I important. got. I got. People don't like the, the applause sound. What do you mean, people? That's don't what like I've heard. It. I get tweeted at like, oh, you're it's corny. It's tacky. Corny. It's tacky. <laughs> Hit it again. <laughs> Said, oh, it's tacky. That's like so corny and tacky. What is this like? You know, I don't know. We'll keep using well, you. You know what? You know, we'll it's all about it. what I want. Screw that guy. <laughs> Um, NBA though, I've got a play for tonight that I wanted to share Uh, a play that I really like. It's actually going to be a two unit play. If you can believe that. What do we got? Two unit play. Um, let's see here. The play for today 
is going to be the Charlotte Hornets. Plus one and a half against uh, the Sacramento Kings. A few reasons that I really, really like this. One is I don't think the Sacramento Kings are not very good. Right? They're just not good. When you look at some of their advanced uh, numbers, Charlotte actually, their offense is quite good. I mean, they rank fourth in points per 100 possessions. Their effective field goal percentage is one of the highest in the league. The amount of turnovers they give up as a percentage of their possessions is fantastic. Top five in the league. On defense, there's a bit to be desired. What I will say is they they force a lot of turnovers, which is good in a way, good to have. Something that's good to be to be good at. Uh, but when you look at the Kings, right, and I've got them power ranked 26th or so, really low in the league. When you look at some of the percentages here, they are horrendous. They are horrendous. Shooting is poor. They're their overall like differential per 100 possessions is 26th in the league. Hmm. They struggle and on defense they are horrible. So I either like I even thought about the over in this game because their defense is so bad and Charlotte's offense is one of the I I don't it's weird to say this but one of the best in the league. The fact that you're putting two units, my man, that really tells me what I need to know. <laughs> that, you know, I don't know if uh, everyone remembers Tom's 7-0 and two-unit <laughs> run. In, uh, he made seven two-unit plays throughout the course of the MLB season. He hit them all. It's not something he does frequently. So when two-unit king. Yeah. The, when he raises his bet, you know, you know, it, there's something going on there. It might be worth a little sprinkle, if nothing else. Truthfully, that's my favorite stat of all time. Like, the fact that the two unit plays that I picked out just ended up all working out perfectly. Like, exactly how I said the game would go. Went exactly that way. 7-0. and Like, it's unbelievable. That's my favorite number. Uh, and hopefully we can, we can do this. I haven't had a two-unit play probably since the baseball season. Yeah, I was definitely say, not in football. It's been a while. So that's my one play for today. That's the one I like the most, and I like it a lot. Really lines up nicely. Keep it up in the NBA, Tom. You're doing well. You're doing well. While we're, uh, yeah, I think I'm up uh, about a unit and a half is is the tally for those who are paying attention at home. Um, I think that's where about we sit. In the NBA. Oh, I thought you were doing better than that, truthfully. Well, I was down a good bit. Okay. Okay. I think we were down three units at one point, and uh, we kind of fought back. Yeah, 2.2 minus 1.2 is where we're at. In the green. Take it. So we'll keep on working there. Got to just postpone until baseball comes back, I suppose. Um, there is another play that I took. I guess I'll share it. I'll share it. Why not, right? 
Yeah. Donnie, do you have a play in basketball at all before I keep going? No, my college basketball picks will be up around lunchtime like they normally are. But if, if we have a second, I want to jump back to the NFL and just note some lines that I'll, I'll be monitoring and maybe even some leans. Of course. <clears throat> I yeah. only have one play for the show today. That was the Dallas Cowboys minus the four. But I believe I'll have another play come Sunday morning. Uh, two games I'm monitoring is the Buccaneers and Bills game. Uh, currently, the hooks available on the uh, on the Bills, and if that line jumps back down to three, I will be on Tampa Bay. Um, one other play that I'll be looking at is the Green Bay Packers. Uh, it's very close. Uh, I'll throw it in as a half unit play right now. There we go. So Packers minus 12 and a half for a half unit. Um, I think Rogers said it best. uh, What was it a month ago now? A little over a month ago when he, when last time they played Chicago, he said, I own you. And that's (laughs) the truth. That was amazing. Yeah. He said to like 22 and five, something ridiculous against, against the bears. Um, Green Bay is the best team against the spread in the league. It's in that 10 and two. Uh, they beat Chicago at Soldier Field by 10 earlier in the year. Now this one's back at Lambeau. Aaron Rodgers trying to make a statement in prime time for, for the MVP award, and I think the Packers roll here. Uh, that's like a that scary play. Dummy. That's a scary play to make. I know. I know. Only Half because unit. everyone has a similar train of thought, whereas – they kill the Bears. The Bears stink. That's it a looks lot like of it's setting up to be Justin Fields under center for what it's worth. Yeah, yeah, uh, maybe better or worse. We're not sure. I don't trust Justin Fields at all. I'll tell you that. He, yeah, he's, he, it's just not a good situation for him right now. I don't. It nah. Really doesn't matter who's under center, whether it's Dalton or Fields. There's just not many positives in the uh, Chicago Bears locker room. No. Yeah, that it's a lot of points, but uh, I feel to me it just kind of feels like the Bears are like I don't want to say quit on their coach, but I think they're kind of like done with him. You know, the the organization in general, they're they're kind of just a a bleeding horse right now, finishing out the year. So let's take a moment I, uh, and run to the that first game, or maybe the first game we talked about, the Buffalo and Bucks game. Because I think this is going to get a lot of attention, this game. And just want to break it down a little bit here. Line opened, I see a four is the opener. Down to three and a half. I do see some threes on my board here uh, at FanDuel and DraftKings. I see two threes available. So I have to check that that's 100% correct and accurate. Um... But what worries me here is Tampa Bay's catching a lot of money, yet the line's going to fall towards Buffalo. Again, the Bills are kind of the team that people expected a lot from. They haven't quite done that this year, like all the way. They've lost some really poor games. Jacksonville, the Colts, they got killed by the Colts. New England last week in that weird weather, windy game, but 
it just feels like they're due for a, a bit of a correction. And it just seems so easy to pick Tampa Bay. It just seems so easy. If if the Bills lose this game, I I, I had my eye on this one too. This was one of on the Tampa games Bay. I was definitely looking at. It just like the Bills lose this game and I think it's a wrap. Like they might not make the playoffs. I think this game's so important for the Bills that I you know, it's like I almost see value on their side at three and a half. I mean, but they got they got so many problems on that team right now. I don't know. This is a scary game. I mean, you look at the you look at the Bills schedule and they've beaten as far as I can see, one team over five hundred with a winning one team with a winning record, and that was back in week five. Mm-hmm. And that was Kansas City. Mm-hmm. So uh, something to know, like you saying the Bills up, are a they're bit... beating the teams they. Sh- I guess you could say they're beating the teams they should, and and they're not performing well against against the better teams in the league. Are they a bit of a frauds? Is that what I'm hearing? I don't think so. I'm not ready to call them frauds. I think they're Just a good a team bit? that's hit a tough skid. You know, they've hit a tough midseason skid. It was a really bad spot to not turn it around against the Pats. I thought that was also a really important game. The weather, like, that game was just crazy. At least this game, you know, you're going to be playing in sunny Tampa. You could draw up your normal game plan. Uh, but, yeah, sounds like none of us really want any any part of this from a, a betting no, perspective. I think it's safe to say that, that uh, the weather in Buffalo against New England definitely favored New England. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. So Did it though with so I top put, quarterback. Like, yeah, I wouldn't put too much stake in the in the last week's game per se, but still it, it's just like a just such an up and down team up to this point. They lost their best corner to injury. Uh, so yep. so you know Tom Brady will be trying to exploit that. They can't get the run game going, which actually might work out well in this case against the Bucks. Probably have more success attacking them through the air. Right. But we'll see. It'll be that will probably be the be the most game of the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one thing oh, to guys. note about Buffalo is passing yards. Their defense has actually been pretty darn good. You look at some of their ranks across the defensive side. They actually passing yards per game. They actually rank first. Tom, they haven't played anybody that throws the ball. Look at their schedule. They rank fourth in rushing yards. You look at their schedule. It, it, they've had a cakewalk, and they've they lost to Jacksonville. They lost. They got blown out by Indianapolis, who ran all over them. Like that was the game where it was like Indianapolis went into Buffalo and smacked them in the mouth on their home field, ran the ball down their throat. That that was the game where I think the Bills kind of did become frauds, like a, not frauds, but like we saw that that backbone might not be there. Um, right, and they're they're covering, like I said, they're covering against the bad teams. They're blowing out all the the bottom feeders in in the NFL, and it'll be. I mean, it, it's come to the point where I wouldn't say it's a must win game because they have more cakewalks on their schedule late in the year with. New York, Atlanta, Carolina, but 
I think they need this win pretty bad. I'm yeah, just saying I think it is a must win. Their defensive rating on a few places. Defensive rating's the best in the league, Biden. It's not really that close. And these are adjusted numbers. I don't know. But the best corner, Tom, the only thing, too. I, I know they have been pretty good against the pass, even though, like Donnie said, against who? But you, you move one of the best corners in the league out of there. That's a pretty, you know, those are some big shoes to fill uh, Tredavious and some, White. And sometimes, Tom, these two eyes work work better than numbers. <laughs> I love that, Donnie. I love oh, that. Oh boy, I that's, hate that's, no, that. that's the battle. Yeah, that's that's the it's, ultimate. Betting on numbers your eyes. are great, but but the the three of us like to think we know football pretty darn well, and I pretty much watch every single game every single week. And I'll tell well, you, you think, what, Buffalo doesn't impress me. So now you think you're John Madden, is what I hear. <laughs> I didn't say that. You said that. <laughs> Uh, I guess we got. I guess we got to end the show on that. We got John Madden on the show. We got Gruden over there too. Both of you with your eye test. Guys, I just saw some sad news. Uh, Demarius Thomas passed away. Young guy. Yeah, so unfortunate. He a uh, little quick memory uh, for for Demarius Thomas to wrap up the show here, guys. One of. Ah, uh, Ricky. Sorry, pal. We lost you. Breaking up. So we have to cut you off. You can save the story for, uh, go tweet it out. Get you on Twitter. You can tweet that story out. Steadypicks.com. Wake up and wager. Thank you so much for listening as always today. Steadypicks.com. Completely free to sign up. Good luck this weekend. Let's make some money with these football plays and basketball. And maybe some tennis. Keep an eye for that. Steadypicks.com. Wake up and wager. Good luck. Good luck.